raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Walker Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. West at the beach after a long day working ACC media days yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. Three-day event ACC kickoff was. Exciting week, though. We still have plenty of audio to comb through. I did want to get to the winners and losers and just give you an overall recap of some of the main takeaways that we had over the week. Favorite interview that you had? Was it Drake May getting to sit down with him alongside Kyle Bailey? Yeah, I mean, I guess the Carolina boy in me, as Kyle made known to Drake, would would probably go with Drake May as my favorite. And I, I think I said this when we were out there yesterday. Really impressed with Riley Leonard on Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, easy, as much as he's a dookie and I hate everything about that program, he is an easy guy to root for. I have an interesting article that was sent to me in a group chat between me and a couple of my friends. Mm. So the headline on, I believe it's today, the headline is Subway is offering a lifetime of free subs if you change your name legally. So the first paragraph is, want free subs for life? All you have to do is legally change your name to Subway. Yep, that's all. No big deal. The popular sandwich chain is on the hunt for its biggest fan and tempting loyal customers with a lifetime of Subway deli heroes if they're willing to make a major life change. The big question is, is it worth it? Would you change your name to Subway if it meant you got free Subway for life? You know, maybe if they wouldn't have quit, you know, skipping out on their toppings and their meat would have wouldn't have gone downhill and their bread wouldn't have gotten stale more often than not. <laughs> maybe. Uh-huh. I'm a Jersey Mike's guy. So okay, all right. Well, that's you know the question that's coming up. You know the question. Would I change it to Jersey Mike's Marlowe? Would, would you go around? <laughs> That has a nice ring to it. it I'm does. not going to lie. I, I mean, so does Subway Marlowe, though. Like, I could just say, yeah, I got that. You know, it was a nickname I got. Like, no one would ever know. I mean, if if you were Jersey Mike Marlowe, I know you usually go to Jersey as an insult, especially when it comes to Willie P. Like, you joke about how he's from New Jersey, even though he's not. You joke about how Duke fans come from New Jersey. So would you be Jersey Mike if it meant you got free Jersey Mike's for the rest of your life? Because you love Jersey Mike's. I'm with you, by the way. That's my favorite sub place as well. I. Yeah. Oh, look at you. You're you're it's 50 50 for you right now. You could go either way. I think I think I would. Jersey Mike's is one of the, the few chain restaurants or ch- chain places that I would actually consider changing my name to to get free food for life. Yeah. Like maybe that in Bojangles, Bojangles Marlowe. Bojangles is going to work for a lot of people. Yeah. It's just a good name. Um, the thing is, yeah, it, Ninja Dad said, I changed my name to Cookout for sure. <laughs> uh, Jersey Mike Marlowe is a great texter name. Yes, Patrick, you are spot on with that. That is a great text name. Uh, yeah, Cookout would be a great one. Taco Walker for Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Mail. <laughs> Taco Mail. Oh, Fitty, you just came up with something. 
That's good. Taco Mel. All right. Yes, that's it. Uh, I would love to know. Yeah, go ahead. I, uh, how do I even make that a question generic enough for people to write in? Yeah, what's your what fast food restaurant name would you give yourself? It could be a variation. It could be Taco <laughs> Mel instead of Taco Bell. That's so good from you, Fitty. Jersey Mike. It's Jersey Mike and Taco Mel here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ, a new midday show launched by our program director, Jeff Rickard, and we appreciate him for putting us on the air. Going to get my best Wes impression, even if it's a short segment. Time now for the campus. Kona! All right, we got some big news. Fiddy wanted to talk about it, so we created a segment for him. He said, look, Walker, this is something I got to get off my chest. I need to talk about Colorado moving back to the Big 12 and how it might be a sign of things to come. Give us your take, Fiddy. What do you make of Colorado moving? Yeah, I mean, like I was thinking about this last night, and I mean, I'm not going to say this is my sole opinion because this is something, believe it or not, Flounder and I kind of share the same belief on. The last 10 to 15 years, the sport of college football and college basketball, they've been turned upside down because of conference realignment. And I know Colorado is also going to say, look, we're going back to the Big 12 because of the TV deal they're going to get. And they're not wrong in that regard because the Pac-12 can't get anybody, not even the CW, to air their games. So they're going back to the Big 12, which is going to get a great TV deal here in the near future. But I also feel like all these schools that left their history, their traditions of what their programs were built on for more money, are going to come back to where the the pro the covers that they left because they're going to realize sometimes the grass isn't always greener. Like I saw Willie tweeting about this the other night about those SEC checks cash at the end of every month. So you 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 like getting the SEC bucks while your team is on SEC Network Plus getting its ass kicked every weekend? Like I I, I think there's going to become a rationale where yes, we can make more money. But I also feel like you can also make that same amount of money if you're competing at a national level. And Colorado, with Deion Sanders back in the Big 12, I I, I think it's going to be a lot easier to recruit. And I think you'll see some of these schools over time migrate back to the conferences that they left. Let's bring this topic back home. Because we had Joe Ovius on yesterday, and we were talking about the state of the ACC. And then we got into a joke reference about how these aren't the drones you're looking for. It felt like Jim Phillips was giving us mind tricks, trying to say that the ACC was in a good place. That's how fans feel. We know there is a lot of criticism for that commissioner. But as I was saying that and giving the sentiment of the ACC fans, Joe interrupted and said, but it is in a good place. Which I have talked about how the CW is not a bad deal. I know people are making it out because it's weird. No doubt about it. This is the same place you tuned in to watch Dawson's Creek. And now, as I stick with the joke, now you're tuning in to see Clawson's Creek. I totally get it. I totally get the CW is not where you expected to watch your college football. But also, who cares? Who cares? And now as we're talking about the Magnificent Seven coming together to try to figure out how to come up with a different pay plan... We understand that the contract doesn't run out until seven years. And now you have a new TV deal. You do have Jim Phillips saying they're working on the pay distribution. So especially when you compare it to the conference out west and you got Colorado going back and forth. Michael Scott, snip, snap, snip, snap, going back to the Big 12. Is the ACC really in all that bad of a spot? No, it might not be the SEC, but isn't it a bad spot? To me, that's where I think probably the criticism is overblown. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's not in a bad spot on the basketball court. I mean, Duke and Carolina just met in the Final Four. Miami was in the Final Four this past year. Virginia's won a national title within the last decade. So has Carolina and Duke. 
And as much as I love college basketball, I'd hate to say this, like that doesn't drive the narrative. That doesn't drive the conversation. If we get a Clemson-Florida State ACC championship game this year and Miami's 9-3, and 10-2, they're competing for a New Year's Six bowl game, Jim Phillips come back and say, our conference is in a good spot. It's such a good point, though, and it's so simple that Joe was making yesterday because it does simply fall on Florida State being good, a traditional powerhouse in college football, and same with Miami, even though it's been a long time, right? Like, it used to be. I'm not saying it is now. That's the very problem. But it's not crazy to think that Miami could get back to the top. I just keep falling, you know, down the stairs with those takes. Everybody does with trying to see if the U was back. We had one year where we flirted with that a little bit more than usual when Mark Richt came over to Miami and had, what, an 11-win season, something like that. And eventually, they faltered at the end of the year, and it wasn't able to be replicated after that. Then Manny Diaz comes in after having a great defensive coordinator tenure. Manny Diaz not necessarily able to get anything off the ground running. Now you have Cristobal, who's supposed to be the next savior, what do you know? Miami football doesn't live up to the hype from last year. And now we're trying to figure out if they can do it again. Yeah, call me stupid, Walker. I know. I, I know. I, I know. I don't think it's this year. I I think they're still a year away. What what he did, he was never going to take the job and say, hey, I'm going to tear everything down and rebuild. Because I don't think that's what he wanted to do. But I think it's what he had to do. If Mario Cristobal cannot get Miami in a – in the 12-team playoff world into the playoff every other year, then I think it'll be fair to say that the U is dead. The fact that you're even asking for another year, though, right? Like, it's not going to be this year. So that means we have to go through this again. Well, because you got Clemson, you got Drake May, but this Jordan is, Travis. But think about it. Think about it. Even with Clemson, I mean, Clemson is going to be there every year, though. If Clemson isn't at its most vulnerable point, uh, vulnerable point now, then when will they be? So you're going to be able to say the same thing after this next season. Well, you have Clemson, you have Florida State, especially if FSU establishes itself. And then we're going to get the reload test that I so often mention. Mm. FSU after they lose guys this year, because they're going to lose a lot. It's They're going to lose Jared Verse. He's going to be a top five, top ten pick. Jordan Travis could be going to the NFL then. Now you're going to have Trey Benson who could be leaving, right? Johnny Wilson if he has a big year. So can Florida State reload to the point where we expect them to be good? That will be their real test. But if they pass it, then this is the time, right? This feels like the time that Miami, you wonder, and that's exactly why Josh Graham picked him. It's exactly why he is cornering the market on Miami, getting to the ACC championship game. And it's not crazy. It's not crazy, the case that he laid out. I did want to get to a couple of other texts because I asked people, would they change their name to a certain fast food restaurant if it meant that they got that fast food free for life? And there are a couple people writing in about cookout. That's fantastic. I like 704's, uh, 704's take. Viva Chicken Ron. I like v- or Carburito. Never had Carburito. Ooh, what is that? I don't know. It sounds good, though. <laughs> you're right. Uh, yes, you, you were right with your intrigue with all of that. That does sound very good. Um, people still love the name Jersey Mike Marlowe. It just rolls off the tongue. There's no doubt about it. Big Cat Dan is just having a field day with this he conversation. Is, right? <laughs> <laughs> Big Cat Dan has given us a couple. How about Big Chick-fil-A Dan? Firehouse Marlowe. See, that actually matches your persona, too. Not only does it match a subplace, but it matches your persona of being Firehouse Marlowe. I could totally get down with that nickname. I like it. And then final one from Big Cat Dan. I can rock with Duck Donut Dan or Duck Donut Simmons also. Either one. 
Either one, we can roll with it. Feel free to text in your thought on what name you would change your, uh, what fast food chain you would change your name to. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.